0: Welcome to the Rent to Retirement podcast, your resource for passive real estate investing and retirement strategies. If you're new to real estate or planning your financial future, you're in the right place. Join us at Rent to find your path to financial freedom and an easy, carefree retirement. Enjoy the show. Hey, Rent to Retires, This is Adam Schrader here. And today we are going to talk about What on earth is going on in the housing market? Because we are in an incredibly interesting time. You know, we're seeing mortgage rates spike. Obviously, the Fed's come out and talked about what they're going to do this year, raising rates one to one and a quarter points. And so naturally, the market has adjusted. And, you know, they talk about raising it over time, but I can pretty much guarantee you the market looked to that and said, you know what? We're just going to bake all of that 1.25% in now. And because we know it's coming, so let's get going with it. And so we have seen interest rates spike. Just know, you know, if you were uh, <clears throat> looking three weeks ago and you're looking today, you're going to see vastly different rates. So just want to give you a heads up on that. It has happened. It is going to probably continue happening a little bit, but you know they'll stabilize at some point here in the not too distant future, and we'll have an idea of what we're looking at moving forward when it comes to our you know long term interest rates, but. Just wanted to get that out of the way. I'm going to be interviewing one of our lenders here uh, this next coming week, and then we will bring you a mortgage update on what on earth is going on in the market shortly after that. But I want to talk a little bit about how the forecast for 2022 is going. You know, I talk a bit about how you only change your strategy when fundamentals change, right? We talk about that all the time. And I've mentioned that fundamentals haven't really changed, and so your strategy doesn't need to change. Well, one of the people who seem to be coming around to that notion is Zillow. Now, obviously, we know what happened with Zillow's uh, Zestimating back in 2021. It was so great that they shut it down, right? And so one of the things that's interested me, though, is at the end of last year, Zillow came out with their home, home value prediction for 2022, and it was... Home values are going to rise eleven percent in 2022. That was their number. So everybody thought, all right, well, that's a, you know, that's still a pretty good year, you know, eleven percent is some some really good <clears throat> appreciation. Well, they have come out and corrected that. They're not corrected. They've adjusted that. And the number is unsettling. Zillow has now come out and said that they are expecting, an over 20% increase in home prices in 2022. And look, even if they're half wrong, that's enormous. That's a massive appreciation going on out there. And they're saying it because of the fact that we are seeing the massive slowdown in inventory, the massive loss of homes actually going up for sale. And it's just not changing. The fundamentals are still strong for continued price rising, and continued rent growth. And if you want to talk about rent growth, well, let's talk about rent growth. There was a Redfin analysis of asking rents and home sales, and they pulled it from the MLS and public records, and they found that a year-over-year change in average rent payments from January of 2021 to January of 2022 was a rise in rents 15% rise in rents people if you are not raising your rents on your tenant you are doing yourself a disservice (laughs) there is a sit you need to evaluate the market around you and see what is happening because rents across the country across the board are rising so please don't hamstring yourself just because you think oh my tenant is here I don't want him to move guess what You can raise their rent. They're not going to move because there is not a better option out there for them. You are providing them with a quality home in a solid neighborhood. They are not going to find a better home. And you deserve, because you own the property, to be at market rents. There is no obligation for us to undercharge them for their property. There's absolutely no reason to be doing that. You know, get in line with the market rates. And if you want to talk about why we're going to continue to see people being pushed into the renter pool, you know, I've talked before about how when we see mortgage rates rise, we see, you know, rents rise as well, more people pushed into the renter pool. Well, guess what? Year over year change in median home buyer mortgage payments from January 2021 to January 2022 went up 25%. 25%. So you have a 15% increase in rent and a 25% increase in mortgage payments. So which one is going to become unaffordable first? You got it, the home payments. And so eventually those people are going to have to shift over to the renter's market because they're just not going to be able to afford the homes that they want. And so they're going to start renting the homes that they want. Look, some people will lower their, you know, asking, you know, their willingness of what home to buy a little bit, but they're not going to lower it so much that they move into the next neighborhood class down. You know, if you have enough to afford, you know, rent in an A neighborhood and that's where you want to live, sure, maybe you'll go into a B plus, but you're not going to go into a B neighborhood or a B minus whenever you're looking at it. You're going to want to rent there. If you can afford to live or you want to live in a B neighborhood, you're not going to want to move into a C neighborhood. So you're going to either buy the home or pay the rent. And so if the home values go up too much and they can't afford to buy in that neighborhood, guess what they're going to do? They're going to rent in that neighborhood because that's where they want to live. So the average rent in the U.S. in January of 2022 was almost $1,900. So rents are going up astronomically across the country. I mean, in some places, um, Portland, Oregon was the number one market, and we saw a 39% rise in rents there. Uh, All of the top 10 markets went up at least 30%. So, I mean, it's just, uh, it's booming out there, people. Just know that there is no reason not to be pushing your tenants for a rent increase because it's happening everywhere. Don't, don't hamstring yourself just because you think you're going to need to hold on to your tenant. So the median sales price across the country is $382,813. That is a 15.1% increase year over year. And the number of homes sold was down 7.5% year over year. And the number of newly listed homes has dropped almost 12% year over year. So that's what's really leading to those adjustments in the 2022 forecast that we're seeing from companies like Zillow, because they're seeing there's just not enough homes out there for people to buy. You know, you've got, even if you don't have an increase in people looking for homes, you have a decrease in the number of homes they're looking at. So obviously your competition is going to lead to higher prices. But if you look at the median sales price, you'll see that $382,000 number is roughly what we're seeing on our valuations for our homes in Cape Coral in Florida with our new builds, I mean, we're buying them for, you know, two ninety five dollars all in, but they're being appraised around $400,000. So, you know, it might seem like a whole lot of equity going in and, oh, is there much room for improvement and growth? Well, the answer is yes. I mean, they're barely above, you know, what, 4 or 5% over the median sales price in the country and we're in nice neighborhoods and a good market and a growing market with the population increasing. There's a whole lot of upward mobility there. You know, the markets that we're in, we're buying hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand dollar rental properties. Yes, there's room for growth. I mean, sure your appreciation isn't gonna, you know, I always tell people, I'm not expecting that another COVID bump like we saw, you know, twenty percent or twenty-five percent, but you know, asking for another year or two of ten percent growth is definitely not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, we are just in a market that if you want to get in and you can make the property work. You're going to be in for at least with everything we're seeing number wise, you're going to be in for a run of good, of good situation of a good environment. I mean, it's just (laughs) when there aren't enough homes being built and you can't build them fast enough and you can't build them cheap enough for the people to get in to actually actively do the rents, you're in a really, really good, solid place. So I want all of you to remember that as you're going around thinking, yeah, there's been a run up in price and now I'm worried about a collapse. Look, being concerned about a slowdown is one thing. A collapse, there is nothing going on in today's environment that is leading you towards, you know, a collapse or a stop of things. I mean, it's not there. And also, you know, we talk about where we're looking for the most part, we focus on suburbs, right? We don't look at the the downtown places where, you know, all walkable and riding the public transportation and all of that. And there was actually a study done where they looked at the numbers for what's going on in, um, in places that are car dependent versus transit dependent. And they actually found that from January of 2020 through the end of 2021, we saw an increase of 33% roughly in home value for car dependent versus 15.5% for transit dependent. So look, being in the suburbs where we are, where we're looking is a phenomenal place to be. I mean, you don't really want to get into the urban core because you're going to see higher prices to begin with and you're not dealing with tenants who tend to stay as long. I mean, I don't know if y'all heard in one of the recent YouTube videos I did, but I looked into some numbers of how long people stay. And when you can get your tenants to sign their first lease renewal, on average, tenants stay in a single-family home for roughly seven years. Seven years. Granted, that's not going to be every single tenant you have. But once you get them to sign that lease renewal, when they stick around for a second year, They're going to stick around for three, four, five more often than not. Obviously, when you get into multifamily, it gets to about two and a half years. But when it comes to your single family home, people want to live in the suburbs. We're seeing the price growth the highest in the suburbs. We're seeing the population boom in suburbs. I mean, you might look at some markets and say, you know, oh, why would I want to invest in that market? It's you know a decreasing population. And that's because that's just the urban core. When you look at the surrounding areas, let's take a look at Birmingham. It's a perfect example. Birmingham, Alabama is a good market to invest in. We we operate in Birmingham. We don't have anything there at the moment, but we operate in Birmingham. If you look at just the numbers of the city proper, you'd see a slight decrease in population from one census to another, and it looks bad, right? Because we want to be in areas where the population is steady or increasing. Now, their population only dropped about 1%, but then... You look at the suburbs, I mean, I think the Birmingham area lost maybe like 20,000 people or something like that, you know, in the census, but the suburbs, you know, some of them grew by thirty to 40,000 people just in each individual suburb, and there's like eight of them around. So the area itself is booming, so you can't just base your population numbers off of the urban core and the immediate vicinity because there is so much more to it we're seeing that as we continue especially as people are leaving the urban core during the pandemic as they did and people are still slowly moving back there but not nearly in the droves that we expected and people are liking living in a single family home in the suburbs so you look at the growth that's going on out there in the suburbs you look at you know just the population and the prices that are out there and that's where you want to be investing And that's where we're finding homes, and that's why people are staying there longer. They move into these homes and realize, hey, this is a nice place. I can afford it. Why would I want to move back to that crowded place where, you know, (laughs) there's a pandemic still going on? And, oh, who knows when the next one's going to happen? And, oh, look, I don't have to go into the office anymore, or I only have to go in two days a week or something like that. So why would I bother moving my family again and doing that? I mean, it's just... It makes sense. You know, people want to live where they're comfortable and where they're happy. And uh, we're seeing that great thing happening in the suburbs where we're investing. I mean, let's talk about population growth. And let's talk about the hottest area that we're investing in. And that is the Cape Coral market. I want to tell you some numbers about what happened in 2021 that are could just potentially blow your mind. The Cape Coral market in 2021 saw a median sales price of increase of about 13% year-over-year for all homes in the area. Now, obviously, the homes that we were looking at and that we were investing in went up a little bit more than that, but the Cape Coral area saw 13% appreciation year-over-year just in 2021. But let's talk about the number of days on the market and the housing supply. The number of days on the market, the median days on market for a home, is nine nine days on market the housing supply year-over-year year, down 37 percent okay 37 percent decrease in housing supply nine days on market I mean we talk about your exit options or your options whenever you close on these properties and one of those options is to sell and basically flip your new construction nine days on average you're waiting nine days to get this property sold i mean it's just an incredible time to be investing in real estate i mean yes we've seen the COVID run up and yes people are concerned but what fundamentals have changed i mean i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna keep hammering this away at you uh and just asking continuously when people bring up oh, the market's going to drop, the market's going to drop. What's changed? I mean, I look at what's happening out there and I know people, you might want to call me a perpetual optimist, which, you know, in most things in life I am. But what's changed that's going to make an impact on the housing market? The interest rates? Okay. Maybe it slows it down a little, but you've still got a lot of people looking for homes. You know, even if you get rid of, you know, of the people looking for homes. You still have quite a few people looking for homes and there still aren't homes out there. I mean, there's just not a whole lot going on that's going to stop everything we've been doing and turn it on its head because there's not risky lending going on. There's not a massive influx of properties coming available like we saw in the early 2000s whenever you were seeing... You know, over 2 million homes a year being built, you know, and loans being given to people who just said, Yeah, sure, I have a job that pays $100,000. They'd be like, Oh, I believe you. Here's your loan. That's not happening. So, none of the things that happened before that caused this massive crash that hurt us for, you know, years and years to come, none of that is happening. And yet, we're in a really good environment. So, don't just be afraid because prices have gone up. I mean, yes, prices have gone up, but they've gone up for a reason and they're looking to continue to go up for a reason. So I just wanted to let everybody know, remind people, this is still a good time. I mean, just run the numbers. Every time I talk about properties, I say it's a mathematical equation. So you know what? Look at the numbers today and just say, what if from the day that I put this under contract, to a, the day that I close on this, if nothing changes, absolutely nothing, you know, the valuation stays the exact same that it is right now, the rents stay the exact same that they are right now, because as we've discussed before on this show and on live streams, the median rent in the U.S. has only gone down two out of the last 81 years, so if everything stays the exact same, you know, 0% appreciation, 0% rent growth how does my deal look? And all of the properties you're going to find at Rent to Retirement are going to look good. They're still going to cash flow. You're still going to be in a good solid neighborhood. You're going to be getting a solid return on your investment. And there's a lot of choices out there. I mean, there's a lot of properties to pick from on the website. So check it out at renttoretirement.com. You can see our active inventory. You can schedule a call with one of our strategists yeah, we really appreciate you taking the time to educate yourself on the show. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Please go to your podcast platform and leave us a review. We greatly appreciate it. RentToRetirement.com. See you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Rent to Retirement Podcast, your number one resource for wealth building, real estate investing, and stress-free retirement strategies. Continue your real estate education and invest with us at Rent RentToRetirement.com.